The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Happy weekday, happy weekend. Whenever you're listening, boys and girls, men, gentlemen, ladies, and any other gender you claim to be. Hey, hey you're going to get canceled. Oh, did I? Did I canceled. Did, did I wake somebody? Dreamers of all ages. Did I get woke? All right. Let's see. What does Disney do? <clears throat> Disney, the place for boys and girls is now not, you can't say boys and girls now at Disney. They've removed I saw boys that. and girls. They've removed ladies and gentlemen, and now it's uh, dreamers, of dreamers of all ages and like aliens of all. I don't of all of all citizens of all planets. It's 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 ass. And I, speaking of citizens from all planets, okay, Roger. This I and this is completely off topic, but <laughs> Orville season three is going to hit June second. All right. Yes, yes, I do love that a show. round of applause. It's funny. I've been re-watching with somebody I've been hanging out with, and she found it totally amusing, so oh. it was kind of cool. Isn't it great? So I'm watching it all again from season oh, one. Are you? I got done that. Have you? Yeah. I'm going to do that, too, because now now that the season mm. three, they have, I believe June 2nd is going to be the, the first airing of the first uh, episode. I still have to watch Lost but, in Space. Uh, oh, man. That's a, that's a good one, too. Yeah, Lost in Space is good. I, I liked it. It wasn't as good as Orville. The Orville no Orville. Oh, my God. Oh my Oh my gosh! Probably the best show I think, one of the best shows out there, and I cannot. And I'm I'm hoping that they continue because they've been saying the season three might be the last. Oh, but I think it depends on the response. Yeah, I mean, this is to me, this is like bringing back Firefly. I mean, the Orville is just Firefly's a little uh, different. But but if Firefly came back, would you not be excited? Oh heck yeah! Well, that's what I mean. So the fact that we've got to see the excitement factor, yes, yes, the excitement factor. But the storyline's totally different. Oh, Firefly's way more. Serious. Completely different, but what I mean is, if you, if I if you told me Firefly was coming back today, I would be jumping for joy. I'd be programming the the, <laughs> the DVR right now, going, "I don't want to so, miss this." So the fact that that <clears throat> that they finally announced that Orville is is will have the second the third season and it will start June. That cool. to me, unbelievable. See, now that's one reason I don't like football. I know, totally off topic, <laughs> but I programmed my DVR to start recording the new Star Trek yeah show. And the very first episode got bumped by a football oh, game recording half of it. And I was like, well, now how am I going to watch wow. it if I can't see the first episode? You know, really no need to watch it. Okay. I so the producer first episode. Brett, produce, I bet I, now, here's a, <clears throat> probably something we can ask you, and I, I, mean, I was going to ask you too, Roger. Because I haven't watched any of the new Star Trek yet because I feel like it's it probably went woke. Am I right in assuming that? A little bit. Okay, a little bit. Any? I've watched the first episode only. That's the only one they're giving me for it's free. Not very good. Okay, and so, I'm a Star Trek guy. I love yeah, it. me too. I, I'm. A, I love it. And so, yeah, all the it, rest so of them. Should I great. watch it? I mean, is it all you can get for free is one episode? Right, but is it worth watching? It is was. What I'm saying. It seemed good when I watched okay. it. I, I thought it was entertaining, but okay. I haven't seen anything more than that because I'm not paying for it. Okay, because I heard that they were kind of going down the woke road, and I was like, "Gosh, oh, you can't, no. please don't destroy." Don't they Star realize Trek. the woke road is bumpy uh, and gravelly and has and shards horrible. of glass everywhere and, and not just, interesting, and nobody wants to be there? Exactly, and it's just going to piss us off. <laughs> so, so I was standing I'll in the bathroom yesterday, you know, Disney World next to, you know, I was at the urinal. All <laughs> of a sudden, Snow White comes up <laughs> next <laughs> to me, and she's right there next to me, going. It, Look over, it's got a bit of a beard. I'm going, oh, you must be the woke Snow White. So you met the new Snow White. 
You know, it's oh a my! Cha- you know, it's a changing world when you when 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 the when the princess of Disney is in the, the standing in the urinal next to you. Going, hey, we're woke now. <laughs> Oh boy, is Disney gonna come after us for messing oh, with their with their princess? Man. No, they can't. You know you're in trouble when the princess of Disney can have a stream. <laughs> I'm gonna stop right there. Too much detail. Bad, That's another bad. bad Victor. When the princess Willie is bigger than yours. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't even think I didn't even think to compare size. <laughs> How bad is that? <laughs> Be outsized by Snow White. <laughs> Thank goodness I don't have an open mic in front of me. Oh, that Good is thing. probably true, because I don't know if you guys oh, heard what producer Brett said I am not going to go to repeat it I already already covered it but yeah I think Roger <laughs> covered it pretty well we were talking about citizens from other Man. planets oh yeah yeah it's like you, I'm sure you talked about it earlier today Elon Musk yep. an African American mm-hmm. buys an 11% share of Twitter and becomes the largest shareholder in Twitter yep I can't wait to see what he does with that oh my goodness I I did talk about that Roger <clears throat> and that I, and I that, that's a that is a win for freedom when somebody like Elon Musk, who who made the journey from from liberal California to free state Texas, and is now talking like a true American, I mean, the guy uh, says that in, in no way should this country be abridging the First Amendment. You shouldn't censor speech. And and I'll tell you, the well, Democrats are about to go after him. We're talking about it before the show, Reagan. Yeah, we're only yeah. one generation away yeah. from losing all our freedoms. One generation from losing our freedom, which is which is also why <clears throat> the federal government loves controlling education because right. they can indoctrinate, indoctrinate, and you get a look at the generations that we're putting on now. Look at AOC. How on earth did we get a a? How does she uh, remember to breathe while she's walking? Exactly, <laughs> I, I don't know. But but this is what government indoctrination will do if you if we continue to allow governments to run the schools, you get AOCs. I mean, Alexandria Cortez is a is a girl who um, says she went to college. I don't know if she learned anything, but was well, a bartender. I, I went to clown college. But, yeah, I think she was but, there. But she may have been. But she, she was, uh, and nothing there. against bartenders. I bartended my way through college. But, but here's a, a, a girl. She was who bartending was, up until the time uh, she got elected. Yeah, exactly. She was bartending up until the time she got elected, which again, nothing great. The bartend- there are some bartenders you, I would rather have instead of her. Right, right. But, but here's a girl mm-hmm. who, who didn't know, has no clue of the United States history that went from bartending and complaining about living in a small flat to moving to D.C. And then in D.C. complained that she, she needed Needed to be fronted some money so she could live on Luxury Avenue because she didn't want to live with all the other new Congress people she's because they, they don't live in the luxury apartments. Now she has been in office for one term. Roger, didn't she this win bartender? Term? Well, she won a second term, but this, she's just into the second term now. Right, right. But so she won a full se- term. She won a, how and, does that and, happen? Yeah. See, but here's what I'm saying: she went from complaining about not having enough money to be in luxury <laughs> apartments to now has two apartments, a beautiful Tesla, a hundred and seventy thousand dollars salary, uh, and worth now. Get this. Now here's where people need to ask questions and investigations need to happen. AOC had pretty much nothing to her name when she couldn't left afford her, her rent. When okay? she first couldn't afford there. her rent when she left bartending and went to D.C. After one term, she's worth over three hundred thousand dollars. Where did that money come from? Wow! Because she didn't earn it. Now that salary, unless she's not, I mean, wait, 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 got, wait, I mean, wait, 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 a second, taxes, wait a second. Right? How do you know she didn't earn it? <laughs> now I know where you're going with that, David, and I'm not going to bite. <laughs> Maybe she bartends at night still to supplement her income. 
David, are you referring that she's pulling a Kamala Harris she's and going, not, I was and going say, heels up? She's not Kamala Harris. <laughs> I don't know if she's oh, smart enough so, to manage we're that. We're so bad. We're so bad. <laughs> I saw. Did you see the picture of her holding a box of Cheerios? Oh, gosh. No. Saying, I'm going to solve world hunger by planting these donut seeds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, but, yeah, Elon Musk is an yes. African-American who bought Twitter. But, yet, it's funny how they don't mention that he's African-American anywhere. Oh, That's, what, uh, you, what's up with you that? You haven't heard one mm-hmm. outlet, one media, one Democrat, Washington sycophant. You haven't heard any of them. That's like we talked about him. this before, the Canadian hockey yeah. player yeah, who was black. Yeah, exactly. And the, and the interviewer was from the United States, and she kept calling him African-American. He, every time she said it, he'd go, I'm not American. I'm, not I'm Canadian. American. I'm Canadian. <laughs> I'm a black Canadian and hockey she, player. And she could not figure out how to phrase that to where she would not make him correct her every time. Time. He ain't the punk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it was it was hilarious. I don't know. If you're a hyphenated American, I find, I, I think that makes you less of an American. I'm sorry. You, you know. And I'm not going to, if I offend somebody too bad. You know what's bad. crazy? It was Roosevelt himself, and, I, and I'm talking about the Democrat Roosevelt, who said that there is no place for hyphenated Americanism in America. Right. Well, you know, it wasn't, and, and uh, uh, that was probably one of the smartest things the Democrats ever said. But I think Australia. Well, even though what's going on now is crazy there, but they said you come to Australia, you become one of us if you want to live here. Yeah, if you, want you to don't live try and, and turn us into and what into you want. What you were what you like, which is what I say all the time. If you're, and this goes for mm-hmm. the American citizens. If you leave California and you come to the great state, free to, state to America, Georgia, <laughs> yeah, to America side, the free part of America, don't bring your crap with you. Because what makes you think that you can leave your crap, come to the new state, and vote your crap, and then your new state's not going to become your old crap? Well, Alan West called that the locust effect. Yeah. They go from place to place, destroy it, and then they move on to the next place. It's kind of like how many alien movies have we seen in sci-fi where the aliens have to move from – they move from – planet to planet because they need the resources and then they destroy it and then they move on well eventually you're going to run out of places to run if we don't come with better spaceships that's going to be us and we'll have no place to go <laughs> we'll have no place to go uh, we're once again depending on elon musk I, there's another you know i said today roger that elon musk is an american hero in waiting he could very well be a, a new american hero by bringing bringing freedom back to the social media tech well, the fact that he spent m- and, uh, millions and mi- yeah. I don't know how many millions of dollars buying up, but eleven percent of Twitter to be able to take to it over be or be the do, major yeah, shareholder to, be, to have a seat on the board. Uh, it's beautiful that he's there. well, he's putting his money where his mouth is, and again, which is what innovative Americans do. Yeah, and uh, and but here he is. He, he's uh, on the verge of being a hero because he can bring freedom. Well, back. depends on who's uh, looking at him. Some people call him a hero. Oh, some people call him a oh, villain. Well, the Democrats are going to call. They're going to paint him to be the biggest villain you've ever seen. Right. But we know. But they'll drive his be, car. Yeah. If he, exactly. But gonna, <laughs> that's the beauty of this paradox, Roger. And I mentioned that earlier. The media and the left and the Democrats are going to come after him with everything they've got, but yet they're, they also are pushing everyone in this country to buy his car. So they're going to fund so his. They're going to fund his purchase of Twitter you know, shares. That's what the Democrats do. They fund their enemies because you've got well, Joe, you've got Joe Biden running around complaining about Putin, but yet we fund Putin. Joe well, Biden created, and Putin. the Republicans are no Whatever better at that. They'll yeah. you know they yeah. support certain things. There's a lot well, of things that they the established Republicans definitely have <clears throat> yeah. played have played a part in that too. But but we're really seeing the example with Joe Biden. You know, Trump stopped the pipeline in Russia. 
Russia. Trump's we weren't buying Russian oil his last couple of years. We were years. energy independent. And, uh, yeah, but after only Biden four do? years he got us energy independence. Yeah. Prices yeah. were low. So, Everything was going and, great. And what did Putin do? Nothing. Putin stayed within his borders. Biden comes into office, he opens up Russia's pipeline, closes our pipeline, starts buying Russian oil, and what happens? He funds the military, he funds the machine that is Putin, and what does Putin do? He goes and takes over Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. It's Thanks, just, Joe uh, Brandon. Joe Brandon. That's just crazy. <laughs> Joe Brandon Biden. So wow. So you probably should get to some gun stuff. <laughs> well, that let's was see. Fun well now know. that Twitter He's going to have somebody who believes Ooh. in freedom. He believes in the First Amendment. Why not the Second? They well, no, just because a lot of Twitter and um, uh, the other platforms like that will eliminate. Like YouTube is terrible. They oh, block a lot horrible. of videos about yeah, guns, or, guns, or they demonetize a lot right. of gun channels. Hopefully, if he has a say in this and can control some mm-hmm. of this or can vote enough to make a difference, maybe Twitter will become more gun-friendly right. or, you know, Second Amendment-friendly. Well, well, that's what I mean. <clears throat> I would that's love why, to see that. That's why I'm saying he can be an American hero and bring back freedom to that social media, the tech world. You know, the tech world right now, they're in bed oh, with the Democrats. Oh, they're so hardcore and now left. you've got Elon Musk, who's, who's about to sit at the board of Twitter. And I, I well, the first thing he needs to do is, is have a coup. He needs to get rid of the CEO of Twitter. Whoever he can. So All right, we're yeah. going to have to take a quick break. We'll be right back right after this this is locked and loaded and you're listening to america's web radio do you love classic and special interest cars if so listen to our podcast every saturday from 9 a.m to 10 a.m eastern standard time here on america's web radio or find us on your favorite podcast site itunes spotify or any of the others out there we'll talk about classic cars we'll talk to car guys we'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in classic auto mall and we'll also talk about classic auto mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car so give us a Listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144 page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else. Now, I wonder if you're an alien from another planet. What if you have several different sexes? I mean, what if there's more than two? What can you identify? You know, I'll say... What if you need three to make a baby? I would... (laughs) 
I wouldn't be surprised if an alien came down here that they'd identify as a dog. Because if you were an alien looking down on us and studying the, 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 this planet and you saw humans picking up crap after a dog, you would think that that dog just might be a little superior. I mean, think about this. What if the dog only brings the ball back to you because he thinks you like to throw it? Yeah, right. I don't like chasing it, but I know you like to throw it, so here it is. Man, I'm going to go get it because you like – but think about it. I mean, we walk around with little bags of poop. I know. Because we clean up after our, our dog. Pets. Yeah, so yeah. the dog may be, so, maybe they'll try and contact dogs so first. Alien, yeah, they might contact dogs. They might identify as a dog. Th- they'll, it, they'll notice more intelligence maybe, if they contact the dogs first. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's what happened with the men in black when the little pug. That's there, right. Maybe yeah. he bred with some, so some other dogs. came down and went, you're going to pick up my poop. I'm going to be a dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, here's a gun thing. We're going to do this real quick. Well, not real quick. Uh, constitutional carry Woo-hoo! is something that's been going from state to state to state. Finally has made it to Georgia. Yeah, Georgia's a 25th <clears throat> state, I think. Exactly, yeah, 25th yeah. state. And there's, I think, two more that are pending. Yep. There's more than that, actually. That are well, pending. two or three more that are pending, like this year. So the yeah, yeah. But all in all, all the states that are looking at it, if they do it, we will have a majority of states that are constitutional. Right. Well, one more. We've got a majority of states. Yeah, yeah. One more. But uh, Georgia, and the, now the governor hasn't signed it yet, so it's not the law yet. So yes. don't be carrying your gun without your right, permit don't do yet. It. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't, don't be man. that guy don't or girl. Don't be that or guy. Yes. Woke. Do not whatever. be the person to give the rest of us a bad name. That's right. So wait till this gets signed. The minute he signs it, then well, you don't have to worry. You know, if it has an effective date, most stuff doesn't. Oh, even right. if he signs it, it goes into effect in July. Yeah. So, so you have to pay attention to when he signs it and what the effective date is, because that's true, Roger. Most everything has a date uh, that that will go into effect, a date of effect, and yeah, that's and, what we have to watch. Out. And Georgia was the fourth state this year to enshrine, enshrine the measure into law. I like that that's, word. This author used the word enshrine. Well, that's great because it is an enshrined right. Right. I mean, it is a right. It is not a privilege. It's, it's not, not a driver's privilege. license. It is not a driver's license. This so, and the fact that they I, have more restrictions than that. You, you know, a convicted felon can get a driver's license. Yeah, think about it. <laughs> But, you know, then again, they should not be able to have a gun, especially if right. you committed a violent crime. Hey, you convicted felon, you shouldn't be able to vote. Now, wait a minute. You should be able to have a gun. What if you're a convicted felon of something like computer fraud or something like that and didn't oh, well, do any I, violence whatsoever? Then, then I believe that there should be a path to get... Right. Get, to get Well, there's a path to get yeah. your rights back because with time. Because you have a right to defend yourself. Right. And it's funny because, you know, it should be dependent on the crime you committed. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know. something we can, maybe we can get policies to discuss that next. You know, grew your grass too tall and your homeowners association threw you in jail. That should, you know. Right. That should not, uh, <laughs> yeah, that shouldn't impede your Although right I don't think that's actually, you know, because I don't think you get in trouble for that. that. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's not. The HOAs, in my opinion, can suck it. But yeah, anyway. they sure can. <clears throat> but, uh, that's why but I don't no, have this one. Is, this is a great look. I, I'm a little selfish here. I am extremely happy that he's about to sign this bill because my gun permit, uh, my weapons permit, expires this year. Oh, there you go. So, so you don't have to get another one. I won't have to renew. Right. So now, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to carry with you as a, if, a second form oh, of ID. Right. I will always have it. I'll, you know what? Honestly, if they even let me renew it, I'll probably go ahead and renew it. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Again, they like said, you said, I be don't something know they can the do. effect date yet, the date of effect, but I do like to have that around when I go to other states. But I'm thrilled to death to hear mm-hmm. that, the, the, because this is the right thing to do. It should be my right. option if I want to go through and carry a card, but I shouldn't have to. But if you go to other life. states that have reciprocity with Georgia's they've, they've already license. Said most of them are saying they're going to honor the uh, the constitutional. constitutional oh, really? Yep. 
Yeah. But if any don't, but they yeah. do the carry permit, yeah. right. then but you gain a little bit as more. As far as I know, I think all of them that have reciprocity now reciprocity. are going, yes, that, <laughs> are going to recognize constitutional carry. That, now, that would be awesome because that means 25 states yeah. out of 50 all, all would, yeah. acknowledge would the Second Amendment rights. Would be a great. So I, I, I'm hoping we get to the point where they all do. Mm. But I believe the ones that are currently in a deal with the state of Georgia, you know, like Florida, Tennessee, South Carolina, North Carolina, Alabama, yeah. Nevada, Utah. They're still going to honor the Constitution. Now, I wonder if they all have constitutional carry as well. Uh, a lot of the states are on their way if they haven't done it Right. Already. That's what they said. A lot of them are actually looking. At, four of them have already done it this year. And the others of them are looking at it. I see if I had that where other states were talking about. Yeah, it actually passed uh, 34 to 22. Is what the bill passed with. So it was it was a decent majority. It That's wasn't even great. close. That's awesome. Which is great. So, yeah, they're going to have, uh, let's see. Okay, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis included constitutional, carry, included constitutional carry in his list of priorities for the special season that will kick off next month. So Florida's l- looking to do it, too. Oh, they will. Yeah. You, you're, we're, we're talking mm-hmm. about Ron DeSantis. Yeah, he, he's, he, he is leading the way of you know, how things should be done. It's like funny people say, Elon Musk should run for president. and go, he wouldn't step down to that level. He just, you know, the smartest, that's the problem with our politics, is the smartest people don't want to be involved in it. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the media paints them in such a terrible light yeah. if they don't believe exactly the same as they do. So, but you know what? Now, let's say, okay, here it is. Uh, of course, as the Supreme Court currently weighing a challenge to New York's may issue carry laws, because in New York, when you apply for a permit, they can just decide arbitrarily whether or right. not you whether deserve or it or not. you deserve it or not. It's ridiculous. No, no, you know, knowing New York, as little as I do or as much as I do, I would say you probably have to know a guy. <laughs> know yeah. what I mean? Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Wink, wink nudge, nudge. <laughs> to get your gun permit approved in wink, New York. Wink, nudge, nudge, grease palm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Grease palm. Or, uh, I, I know Vinny over here. Vinny knows the governor's son, you know, is buying cocaine from this dealer at this uh, strip club. And, uh, you know, you need to talk to us first. We'll get you hooked up. Yeah, whatever it is. There's right. so, I, they always, it's funny how they talk about paying off the right guys in the in the construction industry up there. It's like, you know, everybody has money going under the table. It's so corrupt. I mean, Mexico looks like it's a legitimate democracy compared to some things that go on in New York. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And that's pretty sad. I know. It's crazy. But, yeah, so Ron DeSantis is considering one. Who else was in there? Yeah, but hopefully Purdue will sign this with no You mean Kemp. Hesitation. Yeah, Kemp, Kemp will sign this. Purdue hasn't won yet. That's right. Kemp will sign this with no hesitation. Oh, you're right. Honestly, I think, uh, yeah, Kemp, he, he's going to sign Yeah, that. Purdue yeah. is the one who sought to make this a primary yeah, yeah, he thing to, to, make it to a, Kemp. Yeah. He wanted to push this to him um, before he got because he's a senator now, or he, right, former right. U.S. senator. He was a senator, right? He's talking about so, running for governor. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very happy mm. Kemp's doing that, and Kemp also just signed a big tax refund. Did he for everybody, every taxpayer in Georgia? Wow, I need so, that. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> we all need that. I mean, and and he just, I believe, he just signed a tax cut. Now. Here's my problem that I've always had with Kemp and the establishment of Republicans is we need to get rid of the tax in Georgia, the income tax. The, the state income tax, right. Now, this is where, you know, and I'll talk about this on my show, but this is where Purdue dropped the ball. 
Purdue should have came guns ablaze when he got into this race for governor. Right. With the income tax needs to go. That should have been that in education. Would, now, how would before. they cover the difference? Would they just add additional sales tax? Sales tax? Yeah, you just have a sales tax. You have a, just like Florida, just like I mean, Because they have a sales Tennessee. tax now. They would just have to raise right. it up. It would just have a – it would <clears throat> probably raise, but you got to ask yourself, do you want to pay a, a 10% sales tax on what you buy, or do you want to pay a 20% income tax well, now, on what you earn? Well, now, if you're in Atlanta, so, in the city of Atlanta, it's already 9%. So. Right, but – what I'm saying is it, it would be a it would be a level just like Florida, just like Tennessee, just level like playing field, just like every state that has a, a sales tax and no income tax performs better. Texas, yeah, performs better than any state with an income tax. It's a no brainer. All the evidence is right there. is there to prove uh, it. Now the problem get, is is politicians hate it because they don't want that power. They want to lose that. They power, want to keep that control, including establishment Republicans. And and Purdue is now trying to jump on board with this, but he's he's going to be too little, too late. But at least, I believe they j- yesterday, last night passed a tax cut. So at least we're going in the right direction. Well, yeah, with the prices, with inflation at over in double digits, right? Yeah. Oh my God, how are you going to be able to afford anything without a tax Man. cut? They tax. I mean, I personally think this is just it may be a bit of a stretch, and it doesn't have anything to do with weapons per se. But the fact that the tax code has become so oppressive mm-hmm. of middle class and lower class people without them even knowing it. That's what caused our youth to become out of control and not get educated by their parents. and Because right. both parents have to go to work just to keep up. Just to keep up. <clears throat> Back in the day when taxes were 3 to 5%, one person could work yeah. in a family household and right. pay all the bills. And 3 to 5% was not enough to bother them. But now that they're paying mm-hmm. 20 25 30%, 35% of their money in taxes, all of a sudden both parents have to work. Yep. And you can't raise a kid when you're not there. But again, you <clears> touch <throat> on something there, Roger. The Democrats don't want you to have a, a nice nuclear family. No. They want it broken up. They, they want, want to be able to in control. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. the thing. It's all about control. Say that about gun control all the time. It's not about the guns. It's about the control. Yep. You can, I mean, you see this taking place in the Ukraine right now. Imagine if those people had had the right to keep and bear arms. Yeah, right. You know, then they wouldn't have to be shipping, you know, thousands and thousands of AKs to every part of the country because people would yeah. have their own. It's funny. They could just say, oh, we'll get you some extra ammo yeah. for that. Yeah, we'll get you some. Exactly. It's funny you mentioned that, Roger, because in 2014, the Ukrainian president then and then uh, president to be Zelensky was asked, uh, would you put in a, a Second Amendment type feature into the Ukraine if you become president? Oh, and he said no. Really? Said, no, no, we don't need guns around. Blah 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 blah. Typical liberal answer. Well, I'm, I'm of the same opinion. And, I don't. Uh, put, I don't. There, most people should not have a gun. It wasn't a matter of that. They asked him if he wanted a Second Amendment. Right. So citizens and and who were who who were to have the right like right. we do. Just because we have a right doesn't mean everybody should have right. one. But I'm, I'm a but firm we believer. Have the right. I'm a firm believer that most people should not have a gun. A gun implies one. No, right. very few people should have just one. <laughs> this is true. You need a backup. That's right. And I'm going to talk about that later, about the guns. Since we're getting all this tax money back, tax season is yeah. here. I'm going to talk about maybe what you maybe, could consider buying, what, what you, you have, you what you need. your tax refund. That's a great, that would be a great show, Roger. But, yeah. but the funny thing about it and how ironic it is is, is he – Gave a liberal answer that he thought the world wanted to hear, that he they didn't believe in the Second Amendment, and now, <laughs> and now look he's at paying him. the price. Now look at what's happening. Yeah, could you imagine if 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 they had had a Second Amendment and the citizens had guns, mm. 
and the Russians went in. I mean, the farmers are doing the best they can with their tractors, but they had some guns. People yeah. with guns on those tractors, that'd be a whole different war. Big, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they're doing they're doing way better than anyone expected them to do. But imagine, but the time that it took to get everyone a gun, yeah, they have already had guns. Yeah, see, that's why that's why the Japanese didn't attack us in World War Two. That's right. Behind every blade of ga- grass yes. is an American with a gun. American with a gun, <laughs> and they know how to use it. That's my addendum to that. <laughs> Spot on. Most Americans, hopefully, if you don't know how to use it, by all means, please learn. Ask friends, ask neighbors, ask anybody who ask anybody who you know who uses guns to help you, train you, point you in the right direction. Go to the local range, local gun shop. They will all help you get the training you need. And if you do know how to use a gun, you can always be better, just like anything else. Exactly. If you got lots of money, lots of money, I'll be happy to charge you absorbent prices to uh, teach you myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Anybody can learn. It's just. And if you don't want to, though, don't force yourself to do it just because you. You know, if you if you don't believe in it, by all means, you don't have to. That's the thing about rights. You don't have to exercise them. It's the same thing. Same thing I say when people come up to me and go, "Oh, I want to learn how to ride a motorcycle." (laughs) Hey, look, motorcycle ride. Riding's not for everybody, and I tell people all the time after I, when I teach them how to ride that you, you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. So don't be afraid if you're not comfortable. Right. You don't have to. If you're do not. It. Don't force yourself. Yeah. Don't force. All it. right. We got to take another quick break. We'll be right back after this. This is America's Web Radio, and you're listening to the Locked and Loaded Show. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, everybody. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. And before we left for the break, we had our special co-host here, Victor Armanderis from the On Point with Victor show, helping us out. And he was talking about tax refunds in Georgia. Now, I know federal tax refunds are probably being processed now, and a lot of people are going to get back that tax money. 
And in case there's any doubt as to what you should use it on, I'm going to be here to help you with that. I am going to recommend that we use it on guns and ammo, gun accessories, and all that stuff. And you may wonder, well, I already have a gun. I go, well... One is generally not enough. You could always use more because you know what? They don't eat anything. If you keep them, you know, free of moisture and oiled up, they'll last a long time without any additional maintenance. So they're, and they usually appreciate in value as well. So always almost a good investment. Like property. Yes, almost. Well, property, you know, we had that giant downfall during, was it 2008? Uh, the, the bubble? The Obama crash. I think there's another bubble coming. Yeah, well, with the, every time there's a Democrat in charge, it usually happens. Oh, it's sad. I know, but what are you going to do? All righty, but anyway, so you're going to you're sitting there looking, well, I'm getting this much money back. What do I need to buy? Well, of course, ammo is always high on my list because I'm one of the people who doesn't believe you can ever have enough. I mean, too much ammo is almost enough. and But the prices are still kind of high, so... You know, you want to buy what you need, uh, buy a little reserve in case it goes even higher. You don't want to be stuck with <clears throat> having to pay twice what it is now again. And I warned everybody of this in 2019. At the end of 2019, I said, guns and ammo prices are the lowest they've been in over a decade. Now is the time to get stuff. Get an AR-15 kit. Get a pistol. Buy more ammo. It's, it was as cheap as like, I think I was getting 9mm standard ammo for $169 for a case of 1,000 rounds. Now you can't touch that for under like 350 to 400 for 1,000 rounds. So it has more than doubled. Now, it's fallen back down a little bit. I, I keep checking it at some points in time, and it seems to be stabilizing and falling down a little. But, of course, with inflation coming and the cost of materials going up, that ammo is probably going to be pretty high for a while. Even though the shortage may be over, the prices, because of inflation and material problems, are going to drive those prices right back up again. So they're going to remain high for a while, I have a feeling. And until we get this inflation under control, everything is going to be more expensive. But you got this tax money headed back. You're going, okay, what do I need? First of all, like I said earlier, I don't think there's almost nobody who should have a gun. You should have at least several. And probably if I was going to say if you were in, a, let's call it an urban environment, your first weapon of choice should be some sort of handgun. Now, you have to decide whether this is going to be something you're going to carry every day, something you're just going to keep in the nightstand, something you're going to carry on occasion, depending on where you go. You know, and that's, you know, that's one way to do it. I prefer to carry one almost everywhere just because, you know, it's like having a fire extinguisher. You never know when there's going to be a fire. And if you're going to, gun is one of those things where if you need it once and you don't have it, you'll probably never need it again. <laughs> Hopefully that's not the case, but it's always a possibility. So I think a handgun would be a number one choice for a very first weapon and something in a mid-size to full-size weapon. The compacts are great, but they require a lot more skill to learn how to use. They're not as comfortable for shooting at the range. They're not quite as all-purpose as um, <clears throat> the slightly larger guns. Even the compacts are okay. The subcompacts and micros, some of them are great weapons, and they're not bad as a primary weapon, but something a little larger or a little more substantial would probably be better for a very first one and your first one should be one that's fairly simple to use it should be uh, chambered in a common caliber and there's uh, four, uh, 40s 45s and my favorite nine millimeter because of availability and it's uh, proven effectiveness now granted yes a 45 is a bigger bullet 
and it can be more effective against attackers as well. But nine millimeter has gives you more capacity, easier control, and it's a super popular caliber. So it's usually available in surplus, and uh, most stores will carry that. Except for Walmart, of course, who has gotten rid of all pistol ammo for some reason. They've, they're bending to the woke demands. Because that used to be one of my go-to places to get ammo when it was in shortage. Because they had yearly contracts with a lot of these companies where they were getting supplied when a lot of other people were not. But they still have rifle and shotgun ammo, so keep that in, in mind. <clears throat> so you got your ammo. You're going to get your, your handgun. Now you got to decide, what am I going to do with this handgun? Am I just going to throw it in a nightstand drawer? Am I going to carry it? Am I going to leave it in the box? You wouldn't believe how many times I've seen people come to the range with their gun in the original box it came in. Which is fine if that's the way you want to keep it, but I would at least recommend throwing in a few silica gel packs to keep it dry. Because as we all know, guns have but two enemies, rust and politicians. And right now the politicians seem interested in all these other things going on, so they actually have not done anything to come after the guns. So now you've got this pistol, and you go, you know, I want to be responsible. I want to, I want to become more involved with being able to use my weapon properly. I want to be trained. Then the next thing you're probably going to need, after you have, you have your two magazines that generally come with almost any handgun, if it's a semi-automatic, revolver, no magazines. So if you have a revolver, a couple of speed loaders is probably a very good idea, and maybe a storage pouch for those. Because trying to reload from a handful of bullets in your pocket is not an easy task, especially if it's an emergency situation. Someone breaks into your house, someone tries to, you know, attack you in your yard and you have time to get to your pistol or your revolver. Be able to reload it quickly. Don't sit there fumbling with bullets trying to reload a revolver. That will get you killed if you're not careful. Now, in a semi-automatic, extra magazines are always a plus. I would say a bare minimum for a gun that's used for self-defense is going to be three magazines. That way, if you were to have a carry rig, you could have two extra magazines in a pouch and the weapon with one full magazine in it. So three is a bare minimum I would recommend for any pistol that's used on a regular basis. Unless it's some kind of, you know, if it's a collector's item or something that has original mags, that's totally different. Now, if you're going to become more enthusiastic and run some maybe training events or do some competitions, and not competition, it could be anything, you know, to a little uh, local range throwing together a little, you know, steel shoot or something like that or some kind of target shoot or bowling pins are fun to shoot. A lot of places will do that. And usually it's very inexpensive to get training like this, and it gets you out behind the be from behind the bench area where most firing ranges have you and behind a bench you have a table there and you stay back in your booth surrounded by the walls if you enter an event make sure you're qualified for whatever skill level it is because they usually have different skill levels but a lot of these will be open to people of all skill levels sign up for some of these do some shooting but you will probably need at least three magazines i would recommend six or more so that would be your first accessory. You've got some ammo. You've got your handgun now. You've got your three to six magazines. Next, you're going to need a holster. Now, this is where there's a huge variety of ways to do it. There are holsters that have little they are nylon with little clips on them that just clip onto your belt or edge of your pants. There's holsters that weave into your belt that keep them tighter against the body. There's holsters that fit inside the waistband. So they clip over your pants and belt and ride inside your pants. Now, these are for usually skinnier guys who have more room. Us guys with a little bit more of a belly, well, you know, we want to carry outside the waistband probably. 
But even with these holsters, you're going to have to decide. Do you want something made of leather? Do you want something made of Kydex? Do you want something made out of some sort of nylon? There's a bunch of different materials, and each one has its advantages and disadvantages. To me, leather is great because it conforms to the weapon very easily, very quickly. It's easy to conceal because there's no hard edges on most of it. Even the hard edges can be bent or shaped a little bit. However, leather has a bad habit of attracting moisture. So if possible, you don't want to store your gun in a leather holster because attracting the moisture will cause it to rust. Now, if you're in a very dry environment, this is not much of a problem. But if you're anywhere where there's a considerable amount of moisture or rain on a regular basis, a leather holster can attract moisture and cause rust on your gun if you don't keep it properly oiled and maintained. So that's something to consider. Now, Kydex holster, these have come about probably the last 20 years or so. They've become super popular. Kydex is a kind of a thin plastic. It can be textured. It can be smooth. It comes in a huge variety of colors and styles, and it can be modified. They usually heat it up, put the gun or a mold of your gun inside it, press it into a press to make it conform to the shape of whatever weapon you're trying to get it to conform to. Now, the good thing about this is if it ever loosens up over time or is too tight, you can take a common everyday hair dryer, heat up a spot, and bend it just a little bit without affecting the integrity of the Kydex. You can adjust it. Now, I've seen one guy, he had a holster that was way oversized, but he heated up the bottom of it, had a flashlight on his gun, and put it in there and spread it out to handle the flashlight also. Now, Kydex, if you go to a a lot of gun shows or shops custom make kydex on on the premises they will make you a holster for whatever you want whether it's your office pen your pistol your your carbine whatever they'll make you a a holster out of kydex or whatever you want if you just come in there pick your your style they usually press them right there they have a hot press it heats them up presses them down around whatever you hand them As long as whatever you give them is not that sensitive to the heat, and it doesn't get super hot. It's not going to melt the plastic grips on your gun or anything like that. But it's hot enough to where it will conform to most of the the trigger guard, the hammers, the slides, all that stuff. So be aware of that. If you have a custom setup with a flashlight, with a laser, something like that, Kydex is the easiest way to get a holster for it, especially if you can find someone who will custom make them. Now, a lot of shops have... Um, what they call blue guns or guns that are copies of the actual gun so you don't have to use your gun. You tell them what it is. If it's a popular model, they have it in stock. They can throw a flashlight on it if need be or a laser, whatever, if that's a popular one, and they can make a holster for your gun without you even having to have your gun there. And like I said, if for some reason it doesn't fit quite right, you can make adjustments with a hair dryer and a little bit of pressure. So they're great. So now you have this holster. You have your weapon, you have your ammo, you have your magazines. Okay, you're ready to go shoot events now, competitions, training events, whatever. You have what it takes. Now you need to practice because pulling the gun out of a holster sounds easy. You watch the old westerns. They rip those things out so fast and start blazing shots off. But it is a skill like anything else, so you want to have that. But it's okay. You've got your training. You've got your handgun. You're all set up. Now what? Now you're thinking, okay, I have a handgun. Do I need another gun? Or do I want another gun? If I do want another gun, what should I get? I'm going to say there are probably three weapons to have right off the bat. The second one I would probably pick, this is kind of a toss-up, but I'm going to just pick one here. I'm going to say a shotgun, especially for home defense. A shotgun is so very versatile in the fact that it can handle such a huge variety of ammunition. You can fire a single 
I guess, single slugs out of a shotgun, which is a, a huge bullet. At a 12-gauge, it's like a 74-caliber lead slug coming out of a shotgun. It is devastating. Or pellets anywhere from tiny little birdshot all up to the, the, the buckshot, which goes up to, I think, double aught, which is a 33-caliber pellet coming out of a shotgun shell and there's nine of them so every time you f- pull a trigger on a double aught buck shotgun shell you're firing nine pellets down range which is like nine shots a machine gun can't keep up with that rate of fire if you've got a semi-automatic shotgun and you're pumping double aught buck slugs through it i mean double aught buckshot through it <clears throat> you're sending nine bullets down range every time you pull the trigger now, granted, this takes a little getting used to. Learning how to shoot a shotgun is a whole different skill set than shooting a pistol. All right, we're going to have to take a quick break. I'll come back and give you my other choice for guns, but keep in mind, you want to do all these. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783, or visit jctaylor.com slash awr drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Roger B., this is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And right before we took a break, we were talking about what you should do with your tax refund, tax money back, cut taxes, found money. And, of course, my opinion is buy more guns. So you've got your pistol. Now you're looking at shotguns. And we determined the shotgun has a huge variety of projectiles that can fire out of it. We talked about slugs. We talked about buckshot. There's even birdshot of various sizes. They're extremely versatile. However, their range is fairly limited. With buckshot and slugs, you might be able to get out past 100 yards, but that's going to be iffy if you can make hits that far. Maybe 150 yards. 
birdshot, probably, you know, 30 to 40 yards, that's going to be about it. Anything smaller than the size of a BB is not going to travel that far because they're not super aerodynamic. But that's a super devastating round of ammunition at close range. And a lot of people are going to be tempted to buy these um, short-barreled pistol-grip shotguns, which are okay. However... To get the most out of your shotgun, it should have a shoulder stock because then it's easier to to point, aim, to shoot, and it's going to make it much easier to be able to sweep a room, sweep a house, and have accuracy out beyond just what you can see. Because if you've got a pistol grip shotgun, you're not going to hold it up the way you would an actual pistol because it's too heavy, it's too hard to control. <clears throat> And your effective range is going to be cut down tremendously. Now, you can run a short barrel. However, I would suggest having a stock. And I think the shortest length legally allowed on a shotgun is 18 inches. So if you have an 18-inch barrel, you get a stock. A lot of shotguns feed through tubes underneath the barrel. So get a tube that extends almost or right to the edge of the barrel so you get the maximum capacity. And in some three-gun Competitions, they run shotguns that have tubes that extend out beyond the barrel. Those are usually a really long, long weapon and a little harder to control inside the confines of, a, of an urban environment. So, you know, something with a shoulder stock but with a short barrel should be perfect. And like I say, have some ammo for that too and have a variety of ammo for that. Like I say, you get your slugs in there, you get to out 100, 150 yards, birdshot out to 30, 40 yards. You have a variety of things. Now, it's hard to know what to keep loaded in a shotgun. Me, personally, I like a number four shot or a double-aught buckshot or something along those lines. Even a single-zero buck is pretty nice. I think those run about 26, 27 caliber pellets, and there's probably about 15 of them in there, 15 to 20. And also, there are different size shells. If you buy a weapon, look for the chamber size. Because usually shotgun shells go anywhere from two and three quarters to three and a half inch. Now, there are all these new mini shells, which are like, I believe, like an inch and a half. They're tiny, and they increase capacity tremendously. However, they don't always feed through a semi-auto gun, but they will feed through a pump gun with no problem. So with a pump gun, gives you more versatility as far as rounds and uh, driving, loading different rounds and different guns. Now, there are some weapons that have automatically adjusting gas systems and semi-automatic, but they tend to be a lot more expensive. Some of the Benelli's and things like that have auto-adjusting gas systems to accommodate any kind of shotgun shell. But the varieties of ammo is outstanding. You have a, a lot of range to carry. You have a lot of capability with a good shotgun with a shoulder stock on it. <clears throat> then you can accessorize it however you want. Some people like just iron sights. Some people want a red dot. Some people want a full scope on their shotgun. If they're using it with slugs and, and buckshot almost exclusively, you want to be able to see out to 100 yards. So this would be probably be my second choice for a weapon. The first would be a handgun. The second would be a shotgun. And as close as they are, I pick the shotgun over the rifle just because of its capability in an urban environment. Now, in a suburban environment or possibly a rural environment, the rifle may take precedent over a shotgun. The rifle gives you extended range way beyond what a pistol and a shotgun can do. Rifle cartridge generally, with proper training and a little bit of skill, can get you out at least 300 yards and beyond. Some cartridges are better than others. Obviously, that's something that's a personal preference. <clears throat> Depending on what you have in your arsenal, where your 
use is most likely to be will determine what caliber you get. You know, try to stick to something that's very plentiful, that's uh, easy to get, that's a common cartridge. Like say the AR-15 is tra- is is chambered most commonly in a 5.56 by 45. That's a, a or a Remington 223. <clears throat> but the 5.56 by 45 is an excellent cartridge. A lot of people tell you it's too small for hunting with, and to be completely humane, the 5.56 is probably a little small for larger animals such as deer, bear, boars, things like that. But they do make other other calibers. There's probably I'm trying to guess probably 30 to 50 calibers that an AR-15 can be chambered for. Now, if you don't want a semi-automatic, then there's bolt actions, there's lever actions, there's a bunch of variety in the rifles, but I'm assuming, we're going to go with the assumption that we want tactical weapons here. We want something in case of an emergency. If we're going to start shooting competitions or um, something like that, we have to look at the specifications put on us by the governing bodies of these particular competitive events. They will have variances as to caliber. They will have variances as to ranges you have to shoot at. But a standard rifle cartridge chambered in a relatively short barrel rifle would be an excellent choice for a first rifle. Like I said, the AR-15 is probably the one I would recommend the most to almost anybody. Accessories are ridiculously plentiful. The reliability on most of these weapons is very good. And the variety of ammo is there also. Now, granted, it's not the same variety as a shotgun, but you do have some variety. Now, if you wanted to step up or you live in a really uh, rural environment where you need even more range or you want something with a little bit better knockdown power, they make an AR platform weapon chambered in a 308 or 762 by 51 which is a standard NATO cartridge. It's a a Winchester 308, and they call that one the AR-10, although the AR-10 is specific to the Armalite company. Other companies make copies of this weapon, the most popular being the DPMS platform, which is slightly different than the Armalite platform. AR-10s are not quite as uniform as as our AR-15, so be aware of that if you decide to step up and get a more high-powered semi-automatic rifle. Now, these can be used for hunting easily and probably handle any game in North America. But be aware when you're hunting, make sure you know what the rules are, because most big game hunters are not allowed to carry magazines with more than, usually it's three to five rounds. Now, some states have no ammunition limits on what you can carry in a gun. You can carry your full 30-round, 50-round, 100-round magazine, whatever you want. And it may depend on what you're hunting, too. If you're hunting more of a pest animal, such as uh, wild hogs or even squirrels or um, things like that, rabbits in some places, prairie dogs, then you can use probably whatever you want. But check your local laws first. Find out what the rules are when you're actually hunting because a lot of places have rules on this. But the 308 and the 556 are are both excellent choices in a semi-automatic rifle. Now, if you want to get something a little simpler, there's lever-action rifles. There's several calibers these come in. They are relatively quick to shoot. They don't have to be taken down from, from your shoulder or cheek to be able to function. Now, a lot of them, be aware, are chambered in pistol calibers which gives you an advantage over having a pistol in this caliber because it does extend the range. It does get a reasonably powerful cartridge out there relatively quickly, but it is not a rifle cartridge. And by most rifle cartridges, I'm going to assume something that can break the 2,000 feet per second 
range. Now, certainly there are some that are not going to do that that are still pretty heavy-duty rifle cartridges. But what you're trying to do is extend the variation you have in your collection. You want to have a full-on rifle that's good out to 300 yards and beyond and be relatively flat shooting. There are a lot of specialty cartridges out there in rifles and pistols, which are great. They're fantastic cartridges, but we're talking about building a three-gun collection. Three particular guns to cover as much variety as we can. Now, if you decide to get into a particular area of the sport shooting that requires a different weapon, then you specialize in that one once you get started in that sport. But the pistol, I prefer semi-automatic. If you want a revolver, that's fine. Get your ammunition. Get your extra magazines. Then you want a shotgun. Again, a variety of ammo for this one. You want anything from something to shoot squirrels with to something to take down deer and larger game or even two-legged predators. Again, that extends your range out beyond what the pistol's easily capable of doing. Then you want to extend your range beyond that. That's where the rifle comes in. You want to have a rifle that's capable of 300-plus yards, ideally. And there are a lot of, like say, there's 458 SOCOMs, 450 Bushmasters, 300 Blackouts. Now, these are capable of going the 300 yards, but that's generally... The kind of limits of where they're effective without having a huge drop and a huge curve in the shoot. You're going to have to aim up to get these things to drop in at three to 300 yards and beyond. So you want something that's a little flatter shooting than that. And for this, the first two cartridges I would recommend would be a 5.56 by 45, which is a NATO cartridge, 5.56 NATO, or the 7.62 by 51, which is the Winchester 308 or the NATO 7.62 by 51. Anytime you have a NATO cartridge, it means any of these countries that we're allowed to import things from will sometimes rotate through their ammo stocks, and they will sell off surplus ammo at better prices than you can probably get brand-new commercial ammo for. So be aware of that, too. That gives you a little more versatility. Of course, having a super popular caliber, they usually get sold out first at a lot of the stores because more people have the gun in that caliber. So be aware it's kind of a catch-22 there. When things are good and everything's available, the popular calibers will be easiest to find and usually at the best possible prices. On the other hand, a specialty cartridge will be easier to find if there's a shortage on standard cartridges. Alright, well good luck, happy hunting in buying your new weapons. Enjoy your tax refunds and any money you have to spend on this. I am Roger B. This has been Locked and Loaded and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.